in the future. After the big war, there will come a time to rebuild and a need for a new and special kind of soldier. This man is carrying a loaded weapon. Prepare to meet the next great American hero. That's where you come in. Are you serious? His name is... Hell. Sam Hell. Never heard of you. We're going to Frogtown. And this is the adventure he's been waiting for. We're going to get him out, and then you're going to get him pregnant. And if anyone's got a chance in hell of rescuing the virgins from the evil clutches of Toadie. It's a miracle. Right. Let's go. And escaping from Frogtown. Go, 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 go. It's Sam. Holy shit. Be there for the action. <laughs> the adventure. Oh, Sam. What are you doing? And be there for the dance of the three snakes. Dance. Gonna die when hell comes to Frogtown. Starring Roddy Roddy Piper as Sam. You are one weird dude. Sandal Bergman as Nurse Spangle. Wired to blow. Hell comes to Frogtown. Eat left, froggies. Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> you are listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show. The Every Saturday week, Night Freak Show. The Saturday Night Freak Show happens whether you wanted to or not. We get together, we watch a movie, and then we talk about it for your listening pleasure. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show and get our past episodes on our website, Saturday Night Freak Show.blogspot.com or on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and more. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm surrounded by the Internet Radio Superstars. This is Brent. <laughs> the Mailbag King, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Nick. And this week it was my pick. And so, uh, I chose a movie called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you did. Now, how the did this awaited. come about? Yeah, I'm like trying I've to I've always think, talked, like, I, I want to say a few weeks ago, like I, uh, a few months ago, maybe even me and Gary were talking about how we'd never seen it. I've always wanted to see, I've yeah, always I, wanted to see I this movie. I've never seen it at that point either. <laughs> I've seen the opening of uh, Return to Frogtown or Frogtown 2, whatever you want to call it. Like a dozen times I've seen the opening. And I'm like, where the fuck is Frogtown 1? Then you find out it's called Hell Comes to Frogtown. You're like, shit, where is this movie? It's got Roddy Piper in it. It's like, you don't see this movie anywhere. I've never seen it on VHS. I've never seen it anywhere. No, I remember, I mean, I knew and, about it because. I want to say well, I worked at a video store for a, a period of time, and I remember the cover, but I never got around to seeing it. It was always the one of the ones that got away. You know? <laughs> yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> I was like, huh, I've always kind of wanted to see that movie. Hell Comes to Frogtown. From the year 1987, directed by two guys. Two guys, guys took two to guys pull this off. Uh, R.J. Wow. Kaiser and Donald G. Jackson. Directors. R.J. Kaiser, I know him only because... 
he uh, he shot all the Raymond Burr inserts for the movie Godzilla 1985 when it came Whoa. here to the States. Donald G. Jackson, I don't know. He was Probably one from, of the writers, I want to say. Yeah. They, yeah they and one of the producers. Yeah, yeah. Writer, producer, <laughs> and director. Did, uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown 2. Whoa. Yeah. So Roddy Piper is in Okay, so this is the thing. I mean, this movie has... And I'm going to tell you, listener, it's going to sound better as we describe it probably than it actually plays. But oh, it has shit. one of the know. greatest, like, you know, uh, teenage boy uh, fantasy uh, it's, yeah. like, storylines. Roddy Piper is the last fertile man after the apocalypse has happened. Nuclear bombs in the 80s. Nuclear bombs are, you know, everywhere. So the world is a wasteland. Radiation is very high. All men are infertile, except for Roddy Piper. And he ha- is on a mission. He has to go and impregnate. Well, he's like some sort of a. Uh, who are held ha- captive. Like a in military. He's in military prison. Yeah. He's some sort of a military prisoner. He did something. He has well, field experience, as they say. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and fucking. He, <laughs> well, because he fucked. You, the opening scene is what? the Some general or some captain is basically. Uh, he diddled his daughter. Yeah, he yeah. he fucked his daughter. So that's why I can only imagine he's <laughs> in a lockup or whatever the hell. But yeah, isn't right, it? So that's how they know that he's carrying a full load <laughs> is because he impregnated the general. Yeah, the I, love, I love how they keep on. He's got a loaded weapon. Yeah, they keep on saying like <laughs> his equipment. Like I love how they keep referring to. Uh, oh no, it's got a great setup. I mean, what? Well, it's a great. Okay, no, I do. No, no, no. It's like, great. It is. It's yeah. like, as soon, dude. The first ten minutes, I'm like, I'm buying this movie. I'm fucking buying this movie. It's great. So yeah, they set up this world of just like you got to fuck all these ladies. You got it's like holy shit! This is every like pre-best like every boy wants this Dream. fucking fantasy, right? That yeah. you're the only one that can fuck all these girls, and it's not even about what they okay, want. They just the, want babies. The, the thing about the movie is like this is the most reluctant uh, guy like in movie history, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So this is we're in the post-apocalyptic future. There's very little men apparently that are still surviving. There's a lot of women. Right, so yeah, a little maybe, fertile maybe for that's sure. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a He's lot of women. They, at film. the end, they said that there's more women than men for some reason. Yeah, the movie doesn't explain why nuclear bombs kills off more men, but whatever. They I were mean, all in the front line. I guess yeah, so, I right? Know. Probably. Yeah, but like, why is it like every chance they give him to like? Yeah, you he's know? like, no, do I? Have to? <laughs> well, I can only like, understand. What? Are like, you kidding me? Because obviously he fucks who he wants to fuck. Because he he fucked that that the the. the, the that officer's daughter, right? And he has a but, reputation. But just the yeah, idea that you would have like, to fuck anything, yeah. that like any fertile woman. I mean, yeah, this is a movie, so the women are going to be attractive, but any woman, you know, just imagine that. Like, yeah. she's a fertile woman. <laughs> fuck her. Be like, oh, shit. You well, know? And to yeah. his, you know, for the good thing for him, all the fertile women are like 22 years old or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, but even then, he's still like... Uh, can you play some music or give me some atmosphere or something like that? You know, I can't perform under pressure. Well, she was ugly for movie. She was movie ugly. You know what I mean? Well, if they're ugly like, enough, well, then, then uh, he'd bring out the bag, right? He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a brown bag time. I'm going to need you to wear this on your head. Yeah. Uh, so Sandal Bergman, who's not an unattractive woman. Oh, she come on, was, dude. Uh, Valerian. Valerian. Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Barbarian. Oh, my God. Oh, and the, the general, or the captain or whatever, that's uh, William Smith. He was uh, Conan's dad in Conan the Barbarian. Not gods. Uh, not trolls. Just men. 
<laughs> this yeah. you can trust. <laughs> I love that fucking. Oh my scene. god, I love that movie. He makes an impression in just like one fucking scene. One scene, dude. The barbarian, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Sandal Bergman is tasked with taking this guy, uh, and so his name is like Sam, Sam Hellman. Sam. Sam no, they said Hell, isn't it? Yeah. Just Hell. I think it is yeah. Sam Hell. Yeah, because the reward poster said Sam Hell. So that's right. Yeah, it did. Yeah, but his name's Sam Hell. But at the beginning, they were calling him Hellman. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This movie, it's weird. It like gives you amnesia as you watch it. <laughs> well, I think it easily forgets itself. It's because I mean, like I said, you got this really direct path of like we have to, we have to go to Frog to like okay, Captain Toady or whatever fuck his name is. Captain Toady has our our fertile women held captive because that's how that's just how you barter in this crazy nuclear wasteland. Is like you know. I mean, it's the old West, yeah. right? You just steal yeah. something and say, I got this. They, I mean, they never said whether Mr. or Captain Toad, Mr. Toad, whether Captain Toad made a command or anything. Like, he wasn't like, give us this many, whatever the fuck they call Muttard in the movie. It wasn't Lily's Lily, 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 30 million lilies or something. Lily, ha, got it. Yeah. So, uh, but then what? So they're just, we're on our way and they have like, which I think are really great jokes, really, when it comes to this whole, like, weird sexual tension. Yeah. Like, all, like, women have heard about this fucking dude because, like, he's the only guy. Because, I mean, maybe, I don't know, if you have no sperm count, are we to assume you can't get an erection? I mean, why is this guy, just having a sperm count doesn't make you a great fuck. Anybody could have a no, sperm but count. That's but what, he's that this, is what's weird about it, right? Because it's like they want to, like, okay, so there's a scene. But unfertile movie, women want this is, guy. Because he fucks. Unfertile women. Don't call him like, Roddy Piper for nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let that sink in, uh, listener. So, but there's this, they find this this girl, like, running around on, the, like, she's escaped. She was one of the six or whatever, girls that were abducted. She's running around out in the desert. Go get her. This, fuck her. This movie's very cheap. It films in the desert. And they, uh, they run her down. Capture her, which I don't get. It. She's part of their group, like what? a quaalude or something, right? To make her docile, so Roddy Piper can do his thing while Sandal, Sandra, Sandal, Sandal Bergman watches yeah. and impregnate. Now, like nobody says that she wants to have a kid, right? But they're mm-hmm. just like you know, they knock her out basically, and then like, okay, do your do your thing. And it's like Probably they had a tracking it. device on her. I don't know if it's picking up on. Fertile women. Oh, it was a motion know. detector. That was yeah. That was, yeah, like, yeah. Motion detector in the, in the it, almost, it seems like every fertile woman that's like their duty now is to have a kid yeah. if they can. Because to well, it used to be. I mean, it fucking used to be that way back like two thousand years ago. Infant mortality rates were so high, people used to just fuck like rabbit. I mean, we. Use, I mean, I think that's why even today it's still in our DNA to fuck like that because we. You used to have fucking 12 babies. You'd be lucky if half of them lived. Even, Wait, you used you to know, have 12 babies. <laughs> back in the like, fucking... Well, you if, you had a fa- if you had a yeah. farm, you needed... Uh, you know, yeah. you needed farmhands, you know, if you yeah. needed... But, but, if it but not all at once, like a litter of puppies, right? Well, yeah, no, right. Okay. <laughs> right. But, you know, all you, need, all you need is, yep. you know, yeah. every... every You're doing dishes or something, one plops out. <laughs> yeah. Every well, ten every, months. But every nine months, you can have another one. That's not, <laughs> no. too, right. you know, yeah. that's not yeah. too long of a... Barefoot and pregnant, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, the upside. So yeah, is, they the have to repopulate the world. The great capper to that scene, even though it was kind of like this is really weird because this is she didn't ask to have a kid, and, you know, and so he's gonna fuck her while she's asleep, basically, uh, you know, as the government commands. But at the end, like the next day, when they're like turning her loose, she runs up to him and she hugs him and she's like, "Thank you." you know, <laughs> this great <laughs> way, apparently. Like, Doesn't everybody get that? Yeah, come right. on. Uh, yeah, come on. Yeah. It's been a, long, it's been a while. It's been a while since I had the thank you hug. <laughs> but you know, she made him, or he made her a mother. You know, she's going to give the gift of life or something like that, which is supposed yeah, because to be they like said this that she should be treated like royalty. Yeah, for she, they're the kid. national heroes. The women giving birth. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, that's why I think, like, this movie doesn't necessarily spell it out, but it does kind of near the end, where you're supposed to also get the idea that, yeah, there's not a lot of men around. Not only are there not a lot of fertile men, but there's not a lot of men. Women run this society, kind of, even though, like I said, they don't really fucking spell it out at all. I had the 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 uh, feeling of it just because, well, every woman's the figure of authority until they got to the border, and it's like, but I... Yeah, when they got to the border patrol, there's like three dudes. Yeah, and they could be like, we could just kill you now. I mean, but that just seemed like, hey, crazy, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. But no, you're right, at people. the end, they do like specifically say that, you know, the one guy, uh, Conan's dad is, you know, complaining about the fact that like, women run it all, and like, he's upset with this, and I could take them all out or whatever the hell. So yeah. that's why I like the fact that there's the bodyguard that's with them. You know, when she gets a chance. The uh, hot bodyguard? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. She was I don't know what her name is. She was hot. Centronella. Uh, yeah, she was the Centronella. But that was the thing. Actually, okay, so I got to tell you, like, I am. Here's my, my first disappointment with this movie uh, is it's a movie, you know, not, not the, the title's misleading, but that the concept is like, you're going to have to go out and fuck all these women. Okay, Great I'm expecting the movie, <laughs> and you know, it's like, there's going to be women throwing themselves at him or something the whole way through, yep. and we're going to have copious amounts of boobs. boobs it's everywhere. rated boobs R. Are, no. It's an R-rated movie, there's isn't lots it? lots of boobs really? in it. Is it PG-13? He said he, he said, he used the F word, he said something yeah. about, like, I've been, I signed up to fuck for freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I signed up to fuck for freedom. <laughs> One so of the many one-liners he has. And there were boobs. So it is the 80s. Is that Centronella or whatever Centronella, the hell her name is yep. tries to seduce him one night where they're yeah. camped, you know, That's like one set on of the moves. way to Frogtown. <laughs> is this post Gremlins? As far yes. as the rating system? Yes, that was yeah. 85, this is 87. I mean, that's... What's her name from Conan? Sandra Burke? I mean, Sandal she was Burke. basically in her fucking underwear the whole movie. She really Sandra? was. From, from what I read on IMDb on their trivia, or... Like history and stuff on that. Uh, so Nick they, did some research. Yeah, I did a little. I, I did a little I did, bit of research. She was too. originally supposed to get naked during the dance of the three snakes, <laughs> but oh, yeah? she turned it down the day of the filming. Uh, but it, what I don't get is that if you look at her, her uh, acting history, she goes from this movie to like doing some bit parts on TV, and then she goes into a string of like. Skinamax films. I have to get those. <laughs> wow. So why was yeah. she She's naked in? Uh, she was topless at least in Conan. I mean, so it was just. Uh, she was great in Conan. That's why I don't know what happened to this girl. Like, I, what happened? She was great in Conan. Red Sonia happened. You seen that movie? She's she wasn't in Red Sonia. Isn't she the bad guy? She's the evil queen. And Red Sonia. It's Brigitte yeah, Nielsen as Red yeah. Sonia. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the dude who follows along with is her, she and the, the evil guy? queen is Sandal Bergman. Holy shit, I just see that again. I don't recall her as the bad guy. 
crazy. Well, that whole movie's terrible. Yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, is she terrible? Because she's great, Conan. She's fucking great, man. When she delivers the line, like, let us, let us, uh, what is it? Let us, uh, Don't take the world. Lines, let man. us take the world by the throat and demand it give us what we want. It's like, or what we desire. It's like, holy fuck, man. That's acting. Yeah. Acting. <laughs> Well, she was a dancer, I guess. Originally, oh, yeah. Which no, you can really? tell in this movie because yeah. she has to perform the dance of the three snakes for, uh, for what a Tony? I think Froggy, Captain Tony, Tony, yeah. Tony, but I think, Froggy. I mean, this is, it's played, it's all played up, for yeah. comedy, though. It's not supposed three. to be a fucking sexy movie. It's all played for comedy. Because <laughs> even when she first comes out all sexy and he's, and Roddy Piper's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then it, she's just like, I'm just keeping you, you know, like I'm keeping you like focused. Aroused. Yeah, I got to yeah. keep you aroused in the field. Like I thought oh, that was really because right, we didn't mention. <laughs> yeah, I thought she's that was had a she's so they they hook him up. She with is a, like a male chastity belt, which has a stinger in it. That's, yeah. uh, an electronic ex- stinger that's controlled by her hearing or her earrings. That yeah. was that's an explosive too. If if you <laughs> yeah. were to get too far away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is still within the first twenty minutes of the movie. At that point, it still comes off as like it's still funny, right? Mm-hmm. That, it's, it's sure, yeah, yeah. it's very. That funny. He's wearing this thing. He's like, "Well, how do I perform?" Like, well, it's got a flap. <laughs> and then he tries running away from them at one point, and you know, because of the proximity sensor or whatever, it starts uh, you know stinging him or something. So Roddy Piper gets a chance to over emote or ham it up I think big is, time yeah. mm-hmm. during the movie. Yeah. Yes. This is pre they live. Oh, dude, oh, Roddy Piper. All wrestling acting yeah. is hamming it up. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. I know, but that's you the seen thing. those people? Exactly. They like shake their hands and like their arms and yeah, shit I, to show how angry was it? they just, are. Just a couple months ago, I watched with the kids. Uh, Triple H was in one where he was like uh, driving a bus, a bunch of. Kids, oh, the fucking the, chaperone. The chaperone. Jeez, <laughs> talk oh, about oh, overacting yeah. big time. <laughs> right. Oh, jeez. I mean. Well, they're used to playing. It's like theater actors, right? Yeah. It's like they play to over the top. To crowds the, the that are way the hell yeah. away from you. you For see, sure. You big. And then they get to movies, and unless you have a director that can, like, they get to movies. In. You mean Terry Hulk Hogan yeah. and uh, Roddy Piper, The Rock? <laughs> Four of them uh, went to movies. Michael, well, Michael Cena, uh, he, John he Cena, made The Marine. That and oh, that was produced uh, by WWE. Who's, who's he didn't make it to who's movies. The fire, fireman. Remember that one where they, he had to like put out fires with these? They were flying over the. What the who's, was that? John Cena too? Yeah. Uh, uh, about. I know Triple H was in a couple. Triple, he was in no, Blade Three. Kane was in the Cena Evil movies. Don't oh, produced okay. by WWE. See, that does yeah, not see, count. He did not see, get a I, job. I, really, in the I, I actually like Kane in the Cena. I haven't seen the second one, but the first one he was. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah, but, that's an, but he had no lines. He was so. Michael yeah, Myers. He, had no he lines. walked around. Who's in Guardians? That's. That's freaking, uh, uh Boo. Uh, oh, yeah. What's his name? Batista. Batista. Oh, Batista. Yeah. He was yeah. good. What's his first name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Dave. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Yeah. He's a wrestler? Or? Yeah, yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Is he in one of the Expendables? Uh, he, he may have been. Who's Not, in the Expendables? Uh, uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold yeah. was in the Expendables. Yeah, but there's another guy in the newer ones. Yeah. Stone Cold's character gets killed. There's new. Yeah. I don't know. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'll never watch Expendables. Well, so there's now. totally like a history of like. There's uh, not a hit. No, like you no. There's a history of uh of a few wrestlers getting into movies, and there's a history of a uh, uh 
uh, what's his WWE. name that owns WWE? Uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon, like funding a lot of movies and putting his fucking people yeah. in there. There's, some There's that a I difference. It was like a W. It might have been Oculus. Oculus like a was a WWE, yeah, WWE Oculus, movie. Yeah, yeah. Had, a, yeah. had no wrestlers. In no wrestlers. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because uh, he's got a you know. So okay, so getting back to this movie. Uh, so I like the idea that the very first kind of sexy scene isn't sexy. It's a, you know, it's a joke that, oh, I just need to keep you like in your sexual prime as we're out here in the field. We can't have you, uh, whatever. Yeah. Relax. Can't have you limp. So she's yeah. keeping them blue balled pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they said what it heightens the potency. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. he's yeah aroused. But then her second in command, uh, what was her name? Chast- no, uh, whatever. Centronella. Something like <laughs> Yeah, actually yeah. tries to do She wants, and, yeah, she yeah. wants a... She's like, I'm not fertile, but, you know, I just gotta have it. She wants the pipes. Which was awesome. The pipes. Yep. yep. <laughs> He's laying the pipe. Yeah, then, He's the uh, plumber. Poor bastard. <laughs> so there's three women, basically, that he has an opportunity to have sex with. Well, he does have sex with the one of them. Yeah, but the, he's like... The captive uh, one who's like uh, stoned on Valium, yeah. or whatever they shot her up with. But he had to have a seductive dance from uh, Sandra, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that was funny too. I like how everything was really clinical. She's like, I've been trained in the, uh, you know, it's like yeah. art of seduction. Or the, what was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, like a sed- whatever. Is it just weird? Did she get sad at the end of that dance? Like there is like this weird. Well, because like, they wanted to fuck, right? He's supposed like, to. Uh, she's non fertile. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to just fuck the hillbilly Man. chick sitting there laying. There he wanted her, but yeah, he was in the, having to be with her. Yeah, yeah. So she was sad too because you know, whatever. All these women, she all sex. these women want to. Which he ended up having sex with the one girl, and then he cleaned her up or something. Is I don't even what, know what that was that what about. about? Yeah, Who cleaned her up? Yeah, it's like I did it so that what, you're supposed to assume that like after the sex, like Roddy Piper, like yeah, yeah did she was something. All, she was covered in dirt or whatever because she Man. was running around in the desert. Yeah, yeah it's like he didn't want to fucking. He was. She was all. It shows that he's a sensitive guy. Yeah. You know? well, no, like, well, she was mad. It's like I, I don't, you know, if if he's being so like standoffish about fucking all these women out in the wild, and I tried to like have a seductive dance or blah blah blah, but then he would show this woman some sort of uh, actual act of uh, humanity, like, act of yeah, kindness or kindness. whatever. She's like, what the fuck? It just means he's a decent guy. Right? Yeah, I, no. I think that was even he showing that him. she she saw that maybe there's more to him, you know, than just the pipes and just fucking. <laughs> but that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So then this movie uh, goes fucking just straight down. I mean, as soon as you get to Frogtown, it's just like, what, oh what man, well, this yeah. movie? finally get to Frogtown. You yeah. know, that's the thing. Like Frogtown looks like from the distance. Oil refinery? Oil, it, yeah. it is a oil refinery. Yeah. Something or something of a... Like a rundown oil refinery. That, that's what yeah. I got from. Factory yeah. of some yeah. sort. Industrial... Yeah. But there's no sign of life or anything. There is this sign that said, uh, you know, Welcome, welcome to Frogtown. Frog Town. Uh, something about the provisional government, which means in this future, there isn't like a national government. There's like these little pockets. So the little area yeah. that they're in has a provisional government. Somehow, even though they have a, this border... And they're like, out there, it's the wasteland. We got to go impregnate women in the wasteland. Somehow their authority extends to, or they set up the, like, uh, the reservation, I guess. Yeah. It's a reservation. It's almost like an Indian reservation. Almost like you're supposed to assume that after the nuclear war, these frog people came about and they've been pushed into these reservation pockets or something like that. Yeah. 
But this movie doesn't necessarily say that. It says, I mean, yeah, just well, the, the fact that he says reservation, get, yeah. you're yeah. supposed to, yeah, you would take that bit of dialogue and you build a story around it. But other than that, they don't really tell you about, like, when the frogmen come about. They don't tell you. Yeah. No, they're just there. And the, the war first, between the humans and the frogs. The fir- was there? <laughs> if they're <laughs> in a reservation, you don't push another, you don't. Push a well, group of people a into reservations. Yeah, they must. Be. Unless there's a war. There's definitely like, hostility there because there's laws against them having guns or whatever. The greeners, right? Which is what yeah. they affectionately call the, uh, or slanderously mm-hmm. call the the Think frogs. The frogs yeah. yeah. So we get our first look at a frog. Per- like it's been talked up. How long? What do you think in running time? Uh, like half like hour, good 40 half minutes. hour, forty five yeah. minutes. Getting into it. Yeah. Where do you see a frog? Yeah. And Easily. the first frog yeah. we see is the stripper because we go into the, like the saloon. And there's a frog, you know, you start this pan up of, you know, this leggy, uh, you know, woman dancing. Yeah. And then get to her face and she's got frog makeup on. So this is interesting because there's like three stages of frog makeup that I could determine in <laughs> there's, this movie. There's one really expensive one. There's <laughs> yeah, which a is bunch of really kind of cheap ones and then a bunch of masks. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe there's four. Because there was the expensive one, the lead. What was his name? Captain Toadie. Captain Toadie. Captain Toadie. Mm-hmm. And then there was like Bull... And the guys who were, you know. Yeah, they were pretty, where it was just like a cheap little bowl. And uh, who was the guy doing the deal with them at the beginning? That right, was supposed the one to, with the fez? Yeah, who was supposed <laughs> to get them into the sex hero. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. once again, it's like, that's the problem with this movie. It's like unfocused. It's like, dude, pick your characters to spend money on, you know. The, 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 frog, the frog dancer was a bigger role than the fez wearing frog. And that was an animatronic head or whatever the fuck they were trying to. It's like, why'd you spend money on that? On the, fez, the fez guy <laughs> yeah. is the animatronic head. Yeah, and he's barely <laughs> the in the answer, movie. She's got, like, actual makeup. But they could have made that better. She could have almost been Captain Toady, like, looking. If they would have, like, nixed the fucking fez dude. And, like, that's the only problem with this movie is, like, they spread out the frog uh, money. When it's like, ugh, you guys should have picked, like... Two, three good toads. Well, we were talking about <laughs> yeah. that. Like during, it's like okay. So there's there's the first guy that they meet because the idea of how we're going to infiltrate Frogtown is Sam Hell is going to have uh, Sandal Bergman on a leash, which Basically, is all, once again awesome. It's another like nice <laughs> little like putting a chick in a domination like yeah, sort of yeah, a like, costume like, like awesome. Like S and M stuff. I like here. it. After she did her sexy dance or whatever out in the... In she the, likes it, too. Like, every time he tugs her fucking throat and collar, she's like, you know... Fuck, this yeah. is, he's a man. Hell he yeah, that's what you do to him. They like it. They like yeah, it. Yeah. So, they might say they don't, but they do. <laughs> so the idea is that the, the cover story is that they're going into Frogtown. Sam Hell is bringing her in as his sex slave or something, and he's going to try and barter her off to Captain Toadie in exchange for the location of the six women that he has to rescue. So they meet the Fez guy, and the Fez guy has an animatronic head, but he's wearing, he's got like these These uh, weird goggles. goggles. Right. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Bull, which he's the second in command to Captain Toadie, so he's the muscle. Who's actually of all the frogs? <clears throat> I thought, and you know, I don't know if it's because I knew it was like Nicholas Worth is in this movie. He's the guy who was uh, he was Bruno in uh, Swamp Thing, and he was in uh, uh, Dark Man. Sorry, but I think he's underneath that getup, and he's the one who's like, <laughs> you know, he's the most lively of the frogs. <laughs> right. I think of all three of them, uh, yeah. all four of the main frogs: the girl, Bruno, 
the Fez guy and Kevin But I would almost say ridiculously. It's like... Oh, yeah. Well, no, just, it's over the fucking Just make style. a fucking cartoon, then. If you're, <laughs> yeah. you're going to act like... I mean, if that's going to be the hell comes to front. doesn't job. matter, though. It's like... <laughs> exactly. but, you, but you at least need to, like, put it in some bit of reality. The way he's just like... <laughs> it was just like holy fuck you know this is like Adam West fucking like yeah. Yeah. you know that's yeah. like ugh bad I mean I get it I remember it. that one at least it stood out in some ways mm-hmm. he was one of the only three Toad characters how <laughs> exactly. could he not stand well, out what do you remember about Captain Toady he, uh, he had a good head. animatronic head. And I was he like, why didn't they just eggs. use that head on all the frog? Let me just use that head. But but what I found funny is he couldn't turn his head. He was like, whenever he had, he'd have to move his whole body <laughs> to turn the look well, one way. Like, yeah, uh, animatronic uh, head in 87. <laughs> Batman couldn't even yep, change yep, his Bat- head in 88. That's not animatronic. That right. was just rubber fucking. But what I was really disappointed by was the, then I guess we're at like third or fourth level. Uh, like the henchmen, right? They wear yeah. like uh, not turbans, like but a veil, like a black like veil, a beekeeper thing. hat, yeah, kind of. But how would you describe their makeup? Uh, hidden, <laughs> yeah, very hidden. No, you see like, it. it looks like a mask. Yeah, you see Did it. It looked like yeah. a mask. I thought that looked like they like painted some guy's face green. It's almost as if like they're either they're still mutating or you know they got a lesser dose yeah they're not the full mutation. on frogs there's only a few toads oh, this is interesting because now that's a different layer to it yeah and I was layer. just looking at it like this is they don't have the fucking money to have me <laughs> no that's probably <laughs> what it is but you yeah. can make up a story on why well, well, it's like uh, why the makeup is like well no he's not quite yeah they didn't, they didn't, and they're like the scouts they go out and they you know they're like in this frog town they're the low man on the totem pole that's why because Cam Toadie's like, the cat because he's, he's the most toad-looking. frog. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever looks most like a frog in Frogtown rules Frogtown. Like if you have four different lenses on your eyeball that all blink. <laughs> oh, my God. That was beautiful. <laughs> I want to mention that. Done by Steve Wang, the guy that we did arena previously on the podcast, and he also worked on the uh, Predator costume. So, like, the, I mean, whatever money he had, he could, you know. Oh, God, it had to be, like, five bucks. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's not much. It's not much. Because if if you were watching uh, when the girl frog was trying to get with pipes... Yeah, uh, you can see through her her shirt, and it looked just like a regular human right? girl was on. Yeah, yeah. Like, which that would have been then, totally yeah. awesome. But like the fact that like they tried to do like a plant the apes makeup on hers, where you see her eyes, yeah. and she's supposed to have like whatever. But like they had like nothing to do but add a bunch of fat to her to her jawline. So it's just like, is that what a frog looks like? It's just like. A bunch of fat. It just looked like a fat, disgusting woman. It didn't look like necessarily a frog. But hey, maybe that's what, you know. You know, it looked like it's, there's like these fish people. What movie is that with the fish people? Uh, uh, is it? No. Got anything to do with it. Yeah, that. anything. <laughs> yeah. Am I thinking of uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide? Are there fish people in that? Maybe. But she looked like, like last a fish <laughs> person. But yeah, wouldn't it be cool to like see a full-on, like, you know, like frog boobs, like, yeah. frog torso? <laughs> yeah, I would have really liked that. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? We have a furry amongst us. <laughs> what a full-on furry. He wants Jim Henson, like, like a- accurate, like, no, dude, it's got to be an animal. <laughs> a humanoid anthropomorphic animal. From a filmmaking point of view, it would be it would be cool. It would no, be I totally know. arousing. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, but uh, do frogs have three penises? 
That yeah, was awesome. <laughs> we were trying to figure that out. Or, or was that just a mutation of some sort? I think that's a mutation. But I mean, that's a great joke that they fucking ruined in this movie. Did they? How did they ruin it? By not like... Okay, the setup, people, uh, is... They have they Captain Captain Bull or whatever the fuck his name is or Bull whatever kidnaps Sandra Sandal yeah Weird I think name. it was Spangle in the movie Spangle Spangle yeah. Professor Spangle and I don't know he's gonna just take him to Camp Tony's harem that's where all the women go here yeah. go to Camp and you gotta do some sort of a erotic massage out of their awakening her body. The toads don't okay, necessarily have opportunity for nakedness. Exactly, and they didn't. They're take just advantage. like draping. Yeah, yeah whatever. Because it's yeah. not a fucking porno. It's a comedy. Right. But you want all this <laughs> boobs in it. Yeah, it's a comedy. It's, movie it's a comedy. What makes exploitation movies awesome? It's not an exploitation movie. movie. It's a comedy. <laughs> it's a sex comedy. It's not exploitation. That's what you're confusing. If you're going you're into confusing. A, if you're going into you're a bad B movie, <laughs> like yeah. a hell comes down. Listen, if we go rent a ski school, I guarantee we're going to have just as much sex. They're going to talk a lot about sex. It's not going to be shown. It's just going to be like, come on, man, let's do her. You know, when you have the premise, you talk about it. Yeah, this premise. That Roddy Roddy Piper is going to have sex with all of these women. That's then, a, that's enough for a thirteen year old boy. Boom! It's um, in your I head. To you, it's not enough. No, it is. You're not boy. a. You guys are far beyond. <laughs> I am not a thirteen year old boy, and that was not enough. That's what I'm saying. You guys, that's what I'm saying. You guys are judging this from from the these these old men eyes that have been like I'm. You know. I totally remember what I was You have to remember yeah. what it's like to have never seen a live boob. That's what this I movie is for. You've never even by, seen a live boob. I so them talking about it, you're like, hard oh, bodies. fuck, man. Wait, nope. was it? maybe I get this backwards. There's hard you bodies and hard bodies too. And one of them, oh shit, now I can't remember, was like, I thought there'd be more boobs in this. It's called Hard Bodies. And the <laughs> right. other one actually did, yeah, did it. Well, that's Naked Lunch, right? <laughs> I only saw I Peter Weller and a green alien on the cover. I don't know what I. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but they get her ready in the harem. They get her ready in the harem. Okay, the, the idea that they're like, oh, you got to do this uh, if you survive the dance of the three snakes. If you survive the dance of the like, you have to do some dance. Or whatever. She's like, what the fuck is this dance? And they're like, you'll know, you'll know. Just, <laughs> just like whatever. Just feel the the passion, the passion of the erotic massage or whatever the hell. So when she gets in front of the toad and she has to call, uh, recall her memory of uh, use your passion, she just starts dancing sexual. That no, hold on, that was a great joke though. She's like, he's like dance. She's like modern or ballet. <laughs> that was a, oh god, that was a great joke. Yeah. So then, so, so she just realizes she has to just dance sexy for the guy. And, you know, she's, like, kind of waiting to see where these fucking three snakes are. And you're supposed to get the idea that the movement of the three snakes are in his pants, right? But they just do one close-up of... Uh, it looks like a knee, and yeah. he's, like, rubbing the knee. No, there's a shot of, like... There's one there's, other shot yeah, of, like, two... Three I'm just saying, for there. the joke... They did not like. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah no, they didn't because I totally didn't even put that together. They didn't reveal the joke. Right now. Yeah, those were the three snakes. <laughs> his three snakes oh, were his that? penis. No, yeah, I mean I got yeah. it watching the movie. I, I was just like, oh fuck, the they could have done. As they said, like you have to do the dance of the three snakes. So I'm like, man, it's because he's gonna have three dicks. Mm. You're right? crazy you to jump any... to that conclusion. What? Yeah, the dance of the three snakes. I would have never known that you saw this movie like twice before. When I first, no, just once. But when I saw it, that's what. 
what that's immediately what came you have I, to do the dance of the three snakes. Oh Boom. my god. Yeah. Three dicks. I'm just and saying then, like sure enough. <laughs> they could have been a they could have been a great joke if we would have seen a medium shot of the Captain Tony with the three things moving around. It would have been that would have been a great joke, but they ruined it. Yeah. All right, well, apparently it didn't work because you guys didn't get it. But no, yeah, I, I mean, got it. Shot is I got it. I saw what you're talking about. Yeah. I, they could have well, done land it. it. They could have, <laughs> exactly. The they didn't <laughs> land the fucking joke. Yeah, they had a shot that they thought was going to sell the joke. But, I mean, like, every joke well, is they, this. They, 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 there's a, a shot after that where she, like, is looking. She looks off frame left. And then, like a little oh, less, she gives off, three. And then she gives three points where she's looking like, oh, what? As, eh, as you hear, you know, coming anywhere near me with those. As you hear these three thuds, <laughs> dung, dung, dung. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this movie uh, had. It had jokes with nothing to cut away to. <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah. can't go and show like three fucking tentacled whatever the fuck coming out of this. They could have. I'm just saying they could have had a better representation if it was of the anime. joke. Because I, oh, I thought that was a good joke. As I was watching, I was like, "This is a great joke." I've been sitting here wondering for ten minutes, like the fucking dance of the three snakes. I thought it was going to be something like you know, if you don't, I don't, almost like something like Flash Gordon, right? Like where you go stick your hand in the tree trunk, and if the <laughs> if the reptile thing bites you, oh, I, that's what I was thinking. The dance of the three, you got to appease this like. You know, I don't know. Snake charmings, maybe snakes this like dancing. All if you, about yeah. like a dude fucking these women. I get dude. that, Colin. Okay. I get I'm that. Saying, <laughs> I didn't say I, I didn't there. understand the movie, dude. Okay, I'm saying I they should have shot it better. <laughs> well, so she survives the dance of the three snakes. Uh, got Wait, his no, approval. She doesn't survive. Who knows? Uh, Roddy well, Piper shows. I really up don't remember. And, uh, well, he got she got the approval. Yeah, he from. shows up with the fucking guns, right? Yeah. yeah, he makes this really funny <laughs> joke just about watched like this movie. But well, I, would, I would say that if he didn't, me what happened? If he did, if he didn't show up, he, he kills uh, the dude. No, no, no she would have survived the dance because she she performed. Uh, she performed and got the three snakes to, charmed. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, funny. then we have to talk about because during this time, Roddy Piper is trapped. Or he's held somewhere, and that other dude, that other bull, bull is cutting off his chastity belt. Yeah, with and, the chainsaw. Yeah. In the hostel gear, the red shirt and the black apron. Right, in the hostel. <laughs> so the hostel gear is the, the frog talent gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Roth, he has man. to be saved by uh, the stripper frog. Right, because she's she's the inside. Did we agent. talk about the bag of the oh, head joke? Fuck. I mean, like, did we yeah, explain? Yeah, we kind we kind of went over a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we 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 talked. A There's a lot. I mean, this movie's so fucking forgettable. I mean, really, there's nothing because nothing's important. I mean, the only fun thing about this movie is the idea that like you're a soldier in this army and you have to fuck all these women out in the wasteland, and you're like, oh boy, man, what a movie, dude. This is so funny, and they're yeah, then they don't have any boobs. Because <laughs> Colin's a pervert, so he needed his sexual appetite satisfied to be like, I'm sure it's, it's called, me. it's called, because it's called Hell Comes to Boob Town, right? It's called the, 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 the whole concept. Yeah, anyway, the whole concept is called. Boob you know what we're Town. not even talking about is the great character actor Rory. Uh, oh fuck, what's his name? <laughs> like, oh my Calhoun Calhoun thank you very much who was in a previous on his deathbed is what he show was on. <laughs> yeah because like when I saw this I'm like what happened to his voice yeah he was in Motel Hell he was uh, the main guy like right in Farmer Doc, Vincent yeah, Doc, yeah. and uh, he Doc. was in our previous freak show episode 
Uh, Night of the Lepus. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no, no, yeah. No, 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 about no, the giant no, no. killer bunny rabbits? I never watched You've never it. seen this I've movie, Nick? It. It's a giant killer <laughs> bunny rabbits. I, I kind of glossed over that Oh, one. it's better than this movie. That's for damn sure. <clears throat> it does have some awesome, like, slow motion, oh, miniature. Miniature big rabbits. rabbits. Like, they're coming! Going through a town. Like, you know, they got a model town. <laughs> rabbits stomp through it. Listener, you should go back and check oh, that one out. Check out Night Fantastic of the episode. See, I'll, I'll listen to the podcast, and sometimes, you know, if no, I don't know the movie... You know, I'll, I'll still listen to the podcast, and maybe I'll go and watch. I never caught that movie. No, <laughs> that's because we're just so interesting to listen to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or better than the movie. Better than the movie. So, well, Rory Car- well, Calhoun is like when they get to Frogtown. He is the guy that somehow knows Sam Hell. Like they're buddies from way back or whatever. He's his name is Looney Tune. Yeah, you yeah. get the feeling like they're all war buddies, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's the one who's like drinking the whatever, the beer that's toxic waste and oh, eating yeah. the paste. That's how you knew we were first to Frog Town is like the drinking's disgusting. the food disgusting. <laughs> we're in Frog Town. It's like Jesus Christ. I was wondering how long is this gonna go on where things aren't right here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well what is uh Rory Calhoun like I mean he facilitates I think like what does he say? Uh, well the idea he shoots is, off the right? uh, okay like wait let me get let me see if I get this straight because I mean you guys watch this with me. So you correct me where I'm wrong. Uh, Sandal Bergman. No, wait. I mean, so the plan is that they're going to go get these girls out of here somehow. But they that plan gets shot to hell because Roddy Piper's being tortured by Bull. Sandra uh, Sander, uh, Bergman has been <laughs> taken into the harem. So I think Rory Calhoun somehow facilitates getting one of them out of captivity. No, no he's, the stripper he's, he's working with the stripper frog. Who gets Sam out of captivity. Mm-hmm. So he goes and rescues Sandal Bergman, and then they get the six girls, and they get in the alert. They, they, uh, they get into the Mary Kay van, right? It is. It's a fucking. <laughs> it's a pink like medical van. So does he rescue Sandal Bergman, or does Roddy? Because she doesn't get rescued until after the dance. Roddy rescues her. He comes in with that really lame line about like frogs eating lead. It was just like okay. <laughs> A one-liner is not like just stating the obvious. Well, like, <laughs> she kicks, she kicks Captain uh, Tony like in all three balls. That's I would say, right? Wow, that was man, you got she me, man. Kicks him. Yeah, we might have to watch the end of this, and then come back and do the <laughs> podcast. She, she we does just watch this. It's so fucking forgettable. Like I'm ready to quit talking about it. Like I was so done with this movie. I think his only purpose is to shoot the flare gun, right? To send the yeah. message, yeah. right? Because. Uh, Cordelia, what's her name? Centronella. Uh, Centronella. I don't think that's right. <laughs> she smells good. She's waiting for some reason because she's in the, uh, what do you call it? The Mary Kay van. The Mary Kay van has a Gatling gun. Mm-hmm. Now, why she hasn't... <laughs> Isn't that just the gun that the bodyguard chick had? Yeah, that's Centronella. Sounds like a oh. lunatic is making up a story. <laughs> <laughs> She's waiting outside of This Rock is on Town. film. Somebody and spent time and organized <laughs> to make this movie. Like, they actually oh, like, did they? spent did time they and money. Well, yeah. well, well, we know he spent money. We'll get into that with Dom's <laughs> question later. Yeah. So then uh, she comes in and somehow... Yeah, because that was a thing. Like, I was, I was confused at that point myself. So I'm like, did she, she waited out there all night, Centronella, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whose name isn't Centronella, yeah. yeah. <laughs> waited out there all night and then drove into the compound to pick them up. 
Okay, I'm losing this thread myself. No, she drove into the compound. She threatened the frogs. She said, eat dirt or lead. Right and they choice. went on the ground. Yeah. That was one of those one-liners. And then and then out comes Piper and all the women. And we and don't they really know what happened. Cave van, but they got out. But they carry the old guy. Yeah. They right. carry him out. We don't see what happens to him. Because, well, yeah. Because last thing we saw, he shot a flare gun at a group of toads. Well, he got jumped. He got jumped and then shot the flare gun. I think that's what it's supposed to. He here's... let them get out. I think he stood behind and was like shooting yeah. flare so they could get to the van. Yeah. And then we didn't actually see what happened to him after that, right? I think you're just supposed to. He was no, only. I, I No, you're, you're to assume he was jumped. He was just able to get the flare off. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. got jumped by the frogs. He was just able to get the flare yeah, off don't in time. Two, two of the girls that from the harem are the ones that carry him out, though. Oh, I, dude, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> that's got that nothing was, to do with the frogs jumping him. The frog, like he's that. waiting. He's waiting for something. He's, no, no, he's like waiting for something to let off the flare. The flare is a signal that, like, yeah. But after that, after that, when they're all going, he up, gets jumped right there. there. So he does. He's not in action. He gets carried out. The next time you see him, he gets carried out. Well, he no, gets jumped. He lets off the flare. You don't see him again until he gets carried. No, into the you van. see him shoot the flare a second time though. Like, Does he? down yeah. at people he shot it up at night when they come out it's during the day he's on like stairs i remember a yeah. shot this is like so then what he's, he's just to... on <laughs> he's on like stairs and they're going out the door behind so him you and he's assume... like go out no like keep him here yeehaw and he like shoots down the stairs with the flare gun yeah he like yeah. shoots under like a up. catwalk thing yeah it's a catwalk and it breaks so you assume he's still just them. acting under even like even though he's wounded, he's still. And how many well, rounds did he, he have in that flare gun? Yeah. <laughs> after that, and we don't see him get wounded. Then they carry him out, and you're like, "How the fuck did he get wounded? We don't know because we just saw it. We can't relate this to him." He's got the six shooter flare gun, Nick. I think that's. <laughs> I what know, he's right? Using. I'm like, how many rounds is that that flare gun? Like, shouldn't he yeah. just have a gun or something at this point? They had shotguns. We don't know where they came from either. I assume. Well, I oh. think Roddy fell into like this crate of ammunition and arms. Mm-hmm. And firearms. <laughs> yeah, because they did like, have one scene to show. There's a shotgun in these. Yeah, because yeah. the the one guy, the the sheriff from the beginning of the movie, was smuggling guns in to the. Oh, that's right. So he fell on the crate of guns that he was bringing into him. I was wondering yeah. what the fuck he was doing in the middle of the desert at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is that guy's guy here for? Conan's dad shows up. Yeah, he's. That's what it was. Yeah, he, he was, was like, selling- I've been selling guns to the frogs for blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. So Roddy stabs him with a fucking samurai no, sword. Bro, which is doesn't stab him. Appears. He does one of those like throwing like, you know, like you do with a dagger. Yeah, he's yeah. To throw it. He does with a sword. Yeah, and he gets a passive for some reason. The women are passive. Fertile women are passive. <laughs> and what's the the liner after he got him? He stabbed him. He goes. He goes. Uh, you long-winded son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy then, of course, survives this by pulling, we don't see this, we but don't by see pulling it, but... the samurai sword out of his body, like he's impaled on a samurai sword, pulls it completely out of his body, wanders away, and he's got like a well, and we RPG. Should, we need to mention that this is all after a very insignificant chase through the desert by this makeshift cannon, uh, like <laughs> no, the frogmobile. That... Yeah, the dune buggy slash yeah, cannon. Pro- that comes after this. Yeah, right? it comes after this. Oh, it even does? though even though they stop here to fight this fucking guy, they continue on, and then Captain Toadie meets up with him again. With the Are fuck- you sure? 
Yeah, because he I has thought... to fight Cam Toady after this. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't, like, have the race and then stop, fight this guy, then Cam Toady. But they they show, like, you see the Frogmobile when they're leaving the... Oh, they're loading up the, the Frogmobile. Yeah, and all the guys. You know, when you get the shot of, like, the cannon and then the wheels spinning, that's all before that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're just, like, whatever, far behind them, I guess? Yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. Like, that could have been, like, a, a it's supposed Mad to be Max style yeah. chase yeah. through the desert. But yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. When you nope. guys said that when we were watching this, I flashed, like, Doomsday. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah, uh, coming I've up seen at it. some point on Saturday night. No. <laughs> Doomsday. Oh but, uh, god, <laughs> let's just watch Mad Max. Fuck, why watch Doomsday? We, did, we saw Road Warrior. No, let's watch Mad Max and, and listen to that. No reason to watch Doomsday. What's on the cover of Doomsday? It's I the chick it's like with the this, tattoos. Yeah. It's just oh, it a Mad like Max red, red, like, X okay. kind of Everybody's yeah. seen yeah. Doomsday. It's just so fucking forgettable. It's yeah. like Escape from New York mixed with Excalibur mixed with Road Warrior. It's yeah. like yeah. all around horrible. Are wa- uh, and some aliens in there. It's like you're watching TV and channel surfing. It really? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a the horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. Or, or. Or awesome. awesome. No, it's definitely horrible. <laughs> Let's talk about one, ho- one horrible movie at a time. Let's All right, one at a time. Town. I think this is basically the end it's of Frogtown, right? End of Frogtown. He oh. kills. They kill the fucking evil sheriff, captain, whatever. Coney. Whatever the military <laughs> guy. Then he uh, Sam Hell faces off with Cam Toady, which is a very like. It's like you can't ruin this mask. Don't. Do anything active around it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, so when you, you go to kick it, totally it. miss it with your foot. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. It was. I mean, that's why it's like I don't think Roddy Piper is like a bad actor because like any scene of him, it's like that guy's in a fight. He's like in a duke. Oh yeah. You go to like Cap Tony, the guy's like barely moving when they're in a scene well, of course, together. He's a wrestler. Moving. I mean, he can he can act fighting. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, like I think like it, it's one of those cases again. Like this guy's not an actor, right? No, he's not an actor. But he thinks that he thinks that this movie is going to get him another job, maybe. So I can't half-ass it. I'm going to go all in. So he goes all in, which is the, <laughs> it goes to over the top, right? Because he mm-hmm. didn't have a director who knew what he was doing to, to but, rein that but in. But I think uh, that's it. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him rein it in. Roddy Piper's uh, Roddy Piper. I mean, compared yeah. to this... He's even, even they, they live. even because he doesn't Compared say a word. He doesn't say a yeah. word in they live. That's why he is silent for the first fucking half of the food. I'm telling you, Roddy Piper's got one level of acting, and that's like, hey, you want to go? That's Roddy Piper acting. <laughs> and I also get, I get the sense that he's having the most fun he's ever had in his life. Yeah, he, he's. Yeah. Uh, like, I have fun watching Roddy Piper. Like I don't think he's a great actor, but I have fun watching him just because he's that guy willing to like, yeah. hey, motherfucker, you know you're a guy to. Rock suit, but I'm taking this seriously. He is all in in this performance where it's like, wow, you know, it's like, because you feel like, you know, and now that you've seen the movie, you're like, you really didn't have to go like all in for this. You're right. Like, yeah. you know, because he's still funny, but he's very personable. He's li- he's a likable kind of guy. You know, like that comes off, even though yeah. it's like, you know, this is the fucking weird. Like, you did not have to do anything to stand <laughs> out in this movie. But he's like trying. Yeah. You know, well, I guess yeah. that's something. There we go. We got a star, <laughs> Roddy Piper, in this movie. A star is born. This is no, I mean, well, just in a star in a rating system. Oh. We got four stars. We got to give it at least one star for Roddy for, Piper. For Piper. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, yeah it's like, one ninja. Well, was this his first film? I think so. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. But, I mean, everybody knows him from They Live. 
Yeah. And prior to They Live, They Know, he was a wrestler. So this is before They Live. And post They Live, what did he do? Anything? Uh, no. I don't, I don't think of too much. Not really. No. Not too much, but some Just like wrestling? direct to video stuff, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, shit, I know there's something like I've. I'm forgetting it's in there that's like some schlock, you know, piece yeah. of shit that no. like that I know, right? <laughs> he wasn't in return to Frogtown. No, oh, no. I am shocked. No, they recasted everybody. Look like <laughs> Yeah, because everybody saw this movie. <laughs> they were and they're <laughs> like, uh, uh, no, no, my agent says it's like, like, it's like, like now I'm hanging out with John Carpenter. I don't have to yeah. go back to fucking yeah. hell comes I mean this Frogtown. movie could have been just quirky as fucking cool, but <laughs> failed. Was not. Should have put it in Charles Band's hand. He would have. If Charles Band had this baby, we would have seen a movie. Maybe we would have. It still would have been a cheap. It cheap still would have been cheap, cheap, movie. but still it would have been like at least a movie. It would have yeah. been like watchable. Was Charles Band Arena? He yeah. was Arena. He did yeah. Oblivion, the uh, the Western, the Alien Western movie with Meg Foster. About this movie. Oblivion? Oblivion. You never seen Oblivion? Ah, maybe. There's two of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I did. And there's a Tom Cruise one too, right? Oblivion. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not the yeah, one. No, this is Oblivion. It's the Alien Western. It's uh, probably one of the last movies with with stop motion claymation, like like <laughs> monsters in like the late nineties. It's weird. Like I keep on like it. What comes to mind is Sundown. The Vampire in Retreat. <laughs> you remember this? No. It's another, like, it's a Western. There's a ghost town. I think Bruce Campbell's in it. There's, like, David Carradine's in it. It's like these people go to this town, and all the people in it are vampires. Yeah. Ugh, no. They're, so like, horrifying. all retired, and they've retired to the... Yeah, okay. So... Okay, so do we have anything left to say about Hell Comes to Frogtown? Jeez. Uh, I, yeah, no. I, I quick episode, so. quick episode. Yeah, I feel like now we're just trying to drag it out, but I don't. I, there's nothing. <laughs> there's, there's nothing I even want. Like uh, I can dredge up. We're like, so that means uh, it's time for the oh, mailbag. Mail Igor, bag. Igor, are you around? Igor, somewhere? Bring us our mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. All right, Igor. Thanks a lot. Get the. Fuck out of here. Okay, so we got... Uh, <laughs> well, I think he touched my ass on the way out. Tom J. Keen. Thomas J. Keen says, What is this madness about Hell Comes to Frogtown? Well, I mean, Tom, hopefully you've listened to this show by now. Well, that's a question? You know. <laughs> what is this madness? Question mark, exclamation mark. That's not a question. What is this madness? Meaning he's never heard of Hell Comes to Frogtown. Now wants to check it out. Should he? Tom, stay tuned. Tom Cree <laughs> writes in, Without even watching more than five minutes of this movie, he gets a five out of five Ninja Fish 1995 hatred-laced YouTube posts. What's he talking about? What is he talking <laughs> about? Read that post. All right, so we go to YouTube. We look up Ninja Fish 1995. Ninja Fish says, all in all, pretty good movie. The action was good, and the pacing was amazing. 10 out of 10. Great post. Then he says, just kidding. Fuck this movie. (laughs) Uh, Dom continues, oh, and while it really didn't get going until a few years after the movie, what do you guys think about Jackson and Scott Shaw's concept of Zen filmmaking? Wow, Dom, that's really deep. 
Do we need some background for the listener on Zen filmmaking? Yeah, I need to know what Zen filmmaking is. All right, so the guy who made this movie is Donald G. Jackson. He partnered up with a guy named Scott Shaw at some point, and they came up with this concept of Zen filmmaking, which is after making shitty fucking movies like Hell Comes to Frogtown, they said, you know what? Uh, you know, it sucks when you get out on a location and you spend all this money and you've got a script and none of the actors can deliver any of the lines for it. It's better just to make movies without a script. You find a location, you have an idea, you go there, you talk it through uh, with the actors, and they just use their own words to, you know, pull off these scenes. So what's the, what do we think about that approach to Zen filmmaking? It sounds terrible. I mean, it sounds to me anyways, this is Brent, um, it sounds like madness. Like, I, I don't know, there needs to be some sort of organization on a film set. And maybe not so much for the filmmaker. Like the director, if he's the writer, director, everything, because he has a clear picture of it. But for everyone else, like the technical crew on the set, I think it would be like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> or what are we shooting today? We don't really know. You know, I mean, it's it's based on what you see, it seems like, or, you know, what environment you happen to stumble upon. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it because it's like, you know, it just seems it's lazy, number one. I think, you know, we're just going to show up. And we'll talk through this. It means that you have unlimited time and unlimited resources, apparently, or something. You know, it's like we can just burn all this time at this location and figure out what we're actually going to do today. Well, it would be a good scene. Oh, you know, I mean, you're here and you're here. Maybe we should have like... That's what Roger Corman did, though, didn't he? I mean, really... I'm hoping he had more to do. Than, he had something more to do. Than Sometimes that. they made a movie in two fucking days. Yeah, I can't imagine. That's how you in make two days, though. Two days. Uh, to, to me, if you make a movie in two days, it's like, hey, man, write something. Here it is. Shoot it. Like, yeah, it's got to be two days. It could have been written two months before. They're like, we're going to film it. Well, we've got two days. But you, Well, usually I've heard Roger Corman. They would just, you know, hey, we've got a set for two days. Make a movie like you wouldn't even have an idea until, hey, we got two days. Make a movie. Yeah, but yeah. what what percentage of those films are good? Like, well, really whatever good. said, well, they're sellable. You can, there's, it's a product to sell. They're not great movies. Right, yeah. This isn't there's, art there's at like all. Drive through. Right. This like is this. hey, well, let's put some on the fucking screen. It's yeah. a movie. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You've got these people, and they're like a name a commodity. And which a lot of people. Too. I mean, that's their fucking career. I mean, I, I would almost say. More than not, that is your career as a fucking filmmaker. You're not making the big Hollywood movies. Right now, if any one of us went to California, we'd be making the piece of shit sci-fi channel fucking shark to fucking mom or whatever the fuck. If they if if we could even get that job. If we could even oh, get you that job. You want that's, to make a movie Shark Nail 3? Shark Shark to Mom. Shark that's to why mom. I kinda like that's why the Zen filmmaking, I kinda can diggle it. I can I diggle, it. diggle it. I can diggle that a <laughs> little bit, baby. I can dig it a little bit. Well, just yeah. a little bit. I'm not saying I'm full behind. I'm just saying I can see how it can work, especially nowadays with digital film. You know, now that I you wouldn't be wasting. Imagine just showing up and going like, we don't actually know what we're doing. Right? I'm sure. Here, let's just burn time. some film. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure they got, I'm sure they got something figured. I'm, you know, because like I said, there is a director there. Is it, they, they got something. They're yeah. just using, you know, they're either not cluing everybody into the process. Well, or, he, well, said, he said in one of the quotes, it was like, you know, you're never going to get like what you have on your mind to, to think that you're going to get what you have in your mind on the stage or what's on the page on the stage is unrealistic. That's, and I'm like, that's that to me tells me that you're a bad filmmaker. 
Like, Sometimes that's true. If you can't true. get anything that but you want, then you're doing something wrong. But if you don't have money, you're not wrong. You just don't have it. So you can't, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you can't make a fucking Ninja Turtle movie because you just don't have fucking money, right? So that's why. Well, then you can't make a Ninja Turtle movie. You got to do something. Yeah, else. but I mean, sci fi. I mean, that, but that isn't, that's always been what sci fi movies and shit are about, right? Is you don't have money to make anything. So you need something sellable. Concept is more sellable yeah. than just coffee shop well, movie. You know, you got to say go do like a sword and sorcery movie, right? Because you just or, uh, you're whatever. Out in the middle of the desert. Look at fucking you know post apocalyptic movie. Well, there's, a junkyard. there's a number of scripts that have been written inspired on inspired by a certain location or a certain thing that somebody has, you know, either in reality they have lived through or they've been to this location and then they're inspired by it and they write about it. Is that Zen filmmaking or is that just taking some somewhere that, you know, actually exists and being inspired by whatever it is, the qualities of that area and writing a story around it, whether it be, you know, like a, a creepy castle or something like that, you know, and then that actually exists. So you're not just stumbling upon it on the day of, but you're planning on it based on it actually being there. I remember, like, even, uh, you know, like, Irreversible, right? I don't know if you've seen that movie, but, like, I want to say that the yeah. guy who did that said parts of that movie were based on not so much scripting it, but it was like, I know this is going to happen, and then I want, you know, this to happen here, and I want this to happen there, and how we get there was a conversation that he had with his actors, and so they would kind of improvise their way through these scenes. This is what I've heard, and maybe I'm wrong about the movie, but I think it was Irreversible. So it's like, is that Zen filmmaking? You know, well, I, I think know. all actors always want to have some say of the character. That's why I kind of see the Zen acting because it's like, well, on a you know, even, level, even if a, I get it that you would cast people like, you know, I want you to be in the movie because you're you and you're going to, you know, just be yeah. you and say what you would say in this situation rather than like. Say these lines that I wrote, and I'm a terrible fucking writer. And I think, again, this comes back to why I think he's, <laughs> you know, he's basically saying, I'm a bad writer. But, like, if I'm a bad writer and I give these lines to you, and you're like, I'm saying these lines like they're written, and they come off bad, and the director's like, man, they're coming off really bad. <sighs> Say your own the stuff. actor's fault. Right? <laughs> yeah, but it's not. The yeah. actor's like, I'm doing the best thing. These are fucking shitty lines. So he's like, I'm going to solve all that. I'm just going to have you say but it I've the never, way that you would but say But how many movies... Life. I've never heard of any... Well, okay. This is... We're, this is. I don't even know why we should have this conversation right here. Like, let's do <laughs> it. the podcast. But <laughs> let's do it. Because we don't really fucking know what we're talking about. None of us have been on a fucking movie set. <laughs> what None are you of us talking are, about? But, like, okay. I've never necessarily heard any, like, script being like, you have to say this script verbatim. <laughs> All actors have always had an option of wording things how they would uh, want that, to naturally. Well, if you, come from, if you come from a theater background, it's different than, like, with film... In theater, you like the fucking written word is is gospel. In movies, they change it a little bit, but in theater, like you have to say the fucking shit that's like on the page. Yeah, because well, that's theater. I mean, theater down. is way different than movie. I mean, that's, and I think you have your Tarantinos and your Kevin Smiths yeah, where you don't want to change, change that well, stuff. I've, I've even heard stuff with like people. There was I remember an interview when Stephen King was making The Stand. You know, there was a guy, like, he was on set, and there was an actor, like, saying some line, and, like, Stephen King was like, what in the fuck are you saying? And the actor was basically, it was a typo, right? Oh. But it was a typo, and seemed like, oh, shit, I wrote the fuck, that's, that should be this, you know? Yeah. But even though your common sense is telling you this should be a different word, 
because Stephen King wrote it, I am going to read it the way that he fucking wrote the thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. there's that. There is a, in some cases, you know, if it's a Tarantino script, I'm sure there's fidelity to the, what he wrote is what we're going to do. You I'm know? sure it only, like, oh, I don't know. It or, you know, I would say I'm sure if like, depending on like how emotional or the scene is or how, I mean, I'm sure every little sentence is like, no, 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 go back. You know, you said the glass instead of the, you know, the jar, or, you know, the yeah. fuck. I'm sure they don't give a shit about stuff yeah, like that. Because they give, like, uh, like, depends on, I guess, what the actor is, like Jim Carrey or Ricky Gervais or Ben Stiller. I know they give them free will. Yeah. Know, on the and that's more, that's stuff. more like a vehicle for that personality type. Like a Jim Carrey film, like, let him say whatever he wants because he's the boss. You know, I mean, he's the yeah. one that's bringing in the dollars. Sometimes the whole, like, like, I guess what I would take Zen filmmaking is the idea when you hire someone, you hire them because you know they're good or you think they're good. Why should you have to tell them how to act when they're the fucking actor? Or why should you have to tell this guy how to light the scene? He lights it. I'm not a lie. You know, I hired him to be the lighter. You know, I don't, I've got nothing to do with lighting. You know, how can I tell him that's not good? I'm not a light. Yeah. <laughs> is Blair Witch Zen filmmaking? Right, right. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. I would think. Could like, be. I mean, they have their, they kind of scheduled out things on cards, but. Yeah, yeah, but that's the same thing, right? Where it's like, I have this idea, we have no screenplay. I guess it is. Yeah, it meets the definition, I think. Well, there's six tenets, which I don't know what they are, and I'm not going to look wow, up Jesus right Christ, now. Christ. There's <laughs> six tenets of what Zen <laughs> filmmaking <laughs> is. So, uh,. Yeah, I guess that's. Uh, I had another point, but I can't remember what it was. So that's yeah, the that's, idea. That's behind then filmmaking. It's yeah. like improv filmmaking. Like here, you have you know these certain points they have to get to, and you're, how you get to them is on your you know on you. Or if we get to a location that we like, we'll just do it here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I looked up. That's what it was. I tried looking up a list of like, okay, so what you know, what is Zen filmmaking movies? Like, give me a filmography here. Gummo. I found a bunch of uh, well, those are Dogma ninety five movies. That's different. As Lars von Trier came up with this, like it's got to be ultra realistic. No special effects. No this. No sets. You know. Um, but uh, so all I could find was like articles. Like this guy wrote a fucking book. This Scott Shaw. Well, so wrote, nobody wrote actually does this. He just he's trying to start it. <laughs> I found a couple of titles, but they're like a, a sample title. Come on, like guys, that, the like... guns of El Chupacabra. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But apparently, uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown is not considered a Zen. Oh, I bet it would have been. I it, bet Zen could have like this it. movie. It feels like it at times. <laughs> yeah, we were making let's, it up as uh, we went along. Okay, so that's mailbag. So let's wrap it up okay, with hey. uh, Brent. Travis can't wait uh, quick to fire. get his. He quick can't fire. wait to get his. <laughs> yeah. You got, Brent, you got all the time in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a lot to say about this film that we haven't already covered. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's a classic case of a film promising more than it, it could ever deliver on. It's, it's I, it, you know what it reminds me of is I used to play all these Nintendo games, right? Or Atari games. Well, I was pretty young for Atari. But anyway, I would play these games with the amazing covers. Like, it looked like it was going to be yeah, so right. awesome. You know, you go over to your well, friend's house. Always painted by Moore's Vallejo. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a stack of these Strider. games. Strider. Like, holy shit, this is going to be the best game ever. And, you know... More or less, they're the ET video game. You know, yeah. they're the biggest pieces oh, of shit in the world. And that's I, mean, I would say that's seventy five percent of them. There are, you know, there are there are your uh, uh, diamonds in the rough. But that's kind of how I feel about Hell Comes to Frogtown. I think with a an amazing title and an amazing premise, <laughs> yeah. you know, 
the sky is the limit. This is a film that's ripe for a remake because you could do awesome stuff with this movie. Um, but it seems like they <laughs> they missed the boat. It's, <laughs> it was a good movie up until you got to the actual story. When you get to Frogtown, this movie falls apart. And you get you become bored. You should like you spend the first half hour wanting them to get to Frogtown because it's this good movie is going to become awesome, and then they get to Frogtown and this good movie becomes shit. And I you know I I don't know how you fucked that up because it's a very simple premise. You just have Rowdy Rowdy Piper out screwing a bunch of <laughs> chicks, and then add frogs, and you get an A plus, right? Well, somehow they don't do that though. They need more boobs. <laughs> there's there's clearly not enough boobs um but yeah overall like everything we talked about i think that i think the effects were wasted i think there were some good jokes um i think some of them fell short i think that it was an amazing premise and i want to see the like the balls to the wall hollywood film version of this so if you're out there, Hollywood, make this make this remake. But but yeah, and you know, and I, I I've said before, I I really I like Roddy a lot, and I think that he's he's a hilarious, just naturally funny actor, and I think he is that in this too. Um, it's a hammier uh, performance than They Live, if you can imagine that. <laughs> but it it definitely, um, if you like Roddy Piper, it's it's. It's worth checking out, I guess I should say. Holy shit. Is it? I, Are you recommending? That was a fucking recommendation. <laughs> that, the, the only reason I say it is because like a, you know. Get out. <laughs> like, like a car wreck, I think that, you, you know, <laughs> like you can't look away. You can't, can't walk away. You can't walk like, this is This is something I'll never, ever see again. Whoa. And after you've seen it, you'll know why. But I, I would recommend seeing it once. Oh, shit. So yeah, I, <laughs> I recommend it. God help me. We got one four. Now, Nick. All right. Uh, you know when when you think of Saturday Night Freak Show, you know these are the type of movies I think of for the Saturday Night Freak Show. Just odd, off-ball movies. You know when when I seen that you guys posted that you guys have been watching this, I was like, well, what what the hell is this movie, right? And uh, you know seeing it for the first time tonight. I I I like it. I I like B. I like bad. I, I like bad B movies. I, these are the movies that that I remember. You know, as a kid, like on USA, you know, was up all night. You know, these are the type of movies you would see, and you know, you know, just growing up on these type of movies. This is, you know, this, this is like this is my wheelhouse i guess <laughs> and this is the type of movie that i would put on at home and drive my wife absolutely nuts <laughs> she would look at me like what the hell are you making me watch um <clears throat> as for like the acting bad i thought bad the costumes bad but i like bad <laughs> you know it, it it you know it kind of dragged here and there but Otherwise, uh, yeah, I, I'd I'd recommend it. Seeing it at least once. 
I don't recommend it. I've been waiting to see this movie for so long. Like, I mean, imagine a movie. Like, I mean, ever since I was thirteen, it's like, God, I gotta find this fucking movie. I gotta find it. I mean, I've been so like desperate to see this movie. I've thought about buying it without viewing it so many times. Just like, fuck it, I'll just find it. I'll buy it. You know, I need to see this. What the hell? It sounds so quirky and fun, and it is neither. It is neither quirky nor fun. It's just I. I would. I mean, YouTube it. You know, don't necessarily go out of your way to see it. I don't want to recommend it. You can see it, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> you know, uh, that's it. Yeah, I'm making it short and sweet. All right. Well, I picked the movie, so I guess it all comes down to me. Okay. So in uh, preparing for this, because I found the movie, knowing you know, since it had been recommended or not recommended, you know, it was said that you know. Travis said he wants to see it. Everybody had expressed interest in like, oh, yeah, Hell Comes to Frogtown. I'm like, I want to see Hell Comes to Frogtown. So I get it. I auditioned it for the Saturday Night Freak Show. It's coming at clean. about the point in time when, uh, when they Which got Which I would have never town. done this to you guys. I know. I oh, you do it all the time. Anytime, like, don't watch it. We're going to watch it on Friday. <clears throat> Travis goes and watches it. So I committed the, I just the mean if it was. I'm just mean if I oh, watched the movie would, and I thought it was like, bad. I'd be like, I'm not going to show that to you guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want like, you guys to watch I good I still movies. know that they have to see it, so I'm going to show it. <laughs> you guys uh, did watch Monster in My Closet. Hey. Oh, <laughs> you got to be high to watch that. Don't blame me. I, uh, I actually, like, you know, I said I kind of, like, dozed off uh, once they got to Frogtown. And then I remembered the dance of the three snakes, and then I dozed off again. So tonight, watching it, I'm like, I'm awake for the whole thing, and I'm like, <laughs> watching it, and I'm like, huh. So it has a performance by Roddy Piper. He's fun and engaging to watch. Mm-hmm. I think Sandal, Sandal Bergman is attractive to watch, and she gets to do her thing. Uh, it's got animatronic, uh, you know, like puppet heads. Yes. Okay, beyond that, I think this movie commits a cardinal sin of the exploitation B-movie thing, right? Because I keep looking at Star Crash. (laughs) I'm going to have to fucking bring that movie here at some point. Because that was like, well, there's other movies that have done it. Like, The Beyond is another one where, like, somehow they are so ghastly entertaining in their, um, the train wreck that happens. You're just like, it just keeps compounding on itself and becomes like this, you know, thing that's awesome. This is my memory, anyway, of Star Crash. I don't know if it'll hold up. But this one feels like you're going that way for, like, about 20 minutes. You're like, this is so, like, just galactically bonkers that this is guaranteed to be a fucking good time. And then somewhere, once they get to Frogtown, like everybody was saying, uh, it's it loses steam and it becomes boring. And it becomes... Pretty goddamn boring. boring. And I think that's like, that's, that is one of the cardinal sins of, you know, that's when a movie is bad. If you're bored by it and you're like, I can't, you know, like, I know that we're trying to find, maybe you can rescue yourself if you like start compounding the train wreck again. We've like hit a low and then we can build that back up. And it does a little bit. I think there's some parts where it like starts showing a little signs of life and then it peters back out again. So I think I got to say, even though I brought the movie, um, yeah, I don't think I'd recommend Hell Comes to Frogtown. I think there's a precedent for that because, like, if it was an Army of Darkness kind of cult classic, I mean, you would have heard of it by now, right? Yeah. Or something. I mean, it's not like a forgotten masterpiece. Yeah. You know? But see, maybe you'd say the same thing of Star Crash. I don't know. 
Like, nobody knows Star, Star Crash is on Blu-ray. This is nowhere to be found. <laughs> I'm pointing at Travis right now. I think he's got it. <laughs> but I mean, but that could just be what the Star Crash was like rolled into well, some package yeah. deal that some company well, bought. They're like, fuck it, so put it out. Awful that it's awesome. It is. Hell comes fuck. to Frogtown is not awful enough, or not awesome. It's just not awesome it, it enough. Falls off that. The like, first twenty minutes are yeah, awesome. The first twenty fuck. minutes think it's it makes you think that it's going to go that way. So that is a a pass. So that's Hell Comes to Frogtown next week. It's I gotta class there. it up a little bit. I'm bringing in Play It Against Sam. Play It Against Play Sam. It against Play Sam. It Against Sam. Huh. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's next week. I didn't need an applause, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Catch us right here, wherever you found us this week. And if you want to make a comment on this week's show or next week's uh, Play It Against Sam, we'll read your comments on air. At facebook.com slash Saturday Night Free Show. And until then, good night. Sure, and sure. Uh, good no one knows what to do with a good movie around here. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> 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 ribbit, ribbit. <laughs>